Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Wednesday. I can't believe it's Wednesday. It's the September 20 already. This year has gone by like crazy. So uh, welcome to the broadcast. It is not Wednesday on my clock. It says Tuesday because we are taping this right now, 2.29 Tuesday afternoon. We're going to bring Nick Alvear. I hope I'm saying his name right. I'll ask him when I bring him on. You are going to watch today something that's very unusual for us to do. We're going to watch a great movie called The Greatest Show on Earth that Nick has both written, directed, edited, the whole thing, and produced the whole thing. So we're going to bring him on as the producer and show you that. Uh, Emily, were you going to go ahead and run that uh, Go ahead and run that clip real quick for the T-shirt so pe- people will know about that still being available? Here we go with that. Elijah Streams is excited to announce the launch of our new Don't Comply with the Lie hats and T-shirts. These are in a new custom design you won't see anywhere else. Take a stand to defend your rights. Wear it loud and proud. Now in stock on our online store at ElijahShopper.com. That's ElijahShopper.com. Get yours today. All right, we're going to bring Nick in now. So time for an episode of Prophets and Patriots. Here we go. Nick, Nick, do we say, is it Alvear? Yeah, that's a great way to say it. You can either go Alvear. <laughs> yeah, or you can go Alvear. But, but they both work. It's a Spanish word. Alvear is how okay. it is in Spanish. So Okay, well, great. It's good to see you. Last time I saw you was on your photo, and it's a different look than you have on this one. So, I, yeah. you know, I'm, I feel like I'm meeting a second guy here. But you said you change your, your look all the time. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of that's, people say that. Oh, that's yeah. the artist. Well, this is going to blow people's mind. Not only are we going to show the movie, The Greatest Show on Earth, which is not like the movie that was on TV on, in the theaters. This is your own, The Greatest Show on Earth. It amazing. I watched it about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Now, I've lost track of time. I, my mouth was dropped open because uh, this is what our people need to see this. So and I'll, for people that want to know what is this, this is like having Johnny Enloe, Derek Johnson, and Dr. Jan all on at the same time, but in a movie version instead yeah. of uh, them talking about it. So talk yeah. about how in the world you got into this. Tell us your story. Who Who is Nick? All right. I, I'd love to share that, and thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it started back in 2019 when – I uh, I almost got into a, a life-threatening accident. I was driving down the PCH in California, and um, I almost actually drove off a cliff. Oh. And it, it was late at night, and I don't drink anymore, but I was drinking then. And so this was a big wake-up call for me. Right. When I realized um, the following day when I got to kind of see what had happened, and no cops were involved, there was just um, me hitting a guardrail and then coming to on a couch. And so when I got to study the, the the freeway and go, okay, where's this green paint at? Because it was a uh, Prius. This is the Prius. It, it had such an impact on me. I got a tattoo of it. Wow. And when, once I saw where the green paint was on the guardrail, I realized I was four feet away from going off a cliff. And, and that made me realize, okay, dude, you knew you were going to be a film director when you were nine years old and you knew you were going to be known for making music as well. And your daughter wouldn't have you around if you had died. So what are you going to do? Wow. And so I embraced a lot of this fuel and passion I had in, in, in my dreams. And a lot of that had to do with uh, embracing Trump 
I was already a Trumper inside. And at my work, I started talking to more people about Trump. And it got me in trouble. And I <laughs> you, ended up think? you think? And this is yeah. in liberal California, right? Liberal California. And it was one woman in particular who was such a good friend. And then she found out I love Trump. And then she worked her magic to get everyone to hate me all of a sudden because I was really likable there. And I just, uh, it was it was actually the day before COVID was announced throughout Silicon Valley. And this was like a, a startup of that sense. And um, I got fired and they didn't tell me why. And I remember feeling so much anger. And, and I remember one night I was thinking, what am I going to do with this anger? I, I really, I haven't felt this angry in a long time. And so in my nights, I would, I would, I would make music videos to the songs I had produced. And one night I saw Fall of the Cabal. And it just hit me really hard where I realized, wait a sec, I can do that. I can do exactly that because I'm kind of doing that already. With when you said Fall of the Cabal, is that a, a movie? Yeah, yeah, no? Janet Os, Osbard. Or, oh. Yeah, um, Osgard, I, I believe okay. is her last name. Got and it. It, that one took off, and that was a really big one. And so my first film was uh, Swamp, The History of Elite Child Sex Trafficking. I made that in April of 2020, put it on YouTube, and it survived for a while. And that was the same time Out of Shadows came out. Okay. So, I just sent the link to everybody who watched Out of Shadows and it built momentum. And I made four movies after that. Um, and, and then I got this message intuitively, hey man, you need to write your own movie. Write your own movie. Don't find someone else's thread online and ask them, just do your own. And the thing I had burning in me was this, those who yell the loudest have the most to hide. And just so happened the day before it came out, I changed the title to Pervywood. I saw something and I thought, that's a good name. Pervy, and, what uh, is that? Is pervy? Like perverted. Perverted. Inside out. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, what was pervy what about then? Give me a couple of examples. Oh, yeah. Pervywood now has 16 films under it. The first one Whoa. Excuse me, was um, is about, uh, first one was about Robert De Niro, Howard Stern, and Kathy Griffin. And it's basically, in essence, those who yell so loud about Trump and Trump hate must have something to hide yeah loudest so let's go look in their closets and it's very interesting to note once you start peeking around the web and you, you find things like howard stern talking about the olsen twins when they were 12 saying they were hot and how he'd still hook up with them so that that was one thing i found and went oh boom robert de niro was charged with um uh, uh being part of a sex a sex trafficking ring really yeah. Wow. And then people, people don't know this because it's covered up. It's covered up. And then there's a deeper conspiracy with Kathy Griffin actually being a man, Carter Cooper, Anderson Cooper's brother. And really? their mother. Wait, is that, wait, Nick, is that true? I mean, I really believe it. When you watch the, the film, you'll, you'll get a greater concept of why. When you see um, Carter Cooper kills himself when he was younger, he jumps out of a building. And their mother, it was supposedly the satanic priestess, that's Gloria Vanderbilt. And we all know that this is kind of what they do. They do sacrifices. And it was the, the older brother, I believe. So you see family photos and symbolism. And then you look at photos of Kathy Griffin now and Carter Cooper then. And you get an idea of like, well, how come I don't see photos of, of Kathy Griffin when she's young, young? Oh, that's and, interesting. Yeah, and their faces are so identical. 
and and there's a weird thing with the Satanists doing these um, Baphomet-like swap in genders. So that really caught wind. People were like, hey, I've been hearing about that. Seeing it in a film now makes me appreciate that maybe there's something there. And, yeah, and in well, this I mean, you, you seem to, you know, without it's not doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that you've got an anointing on you to bring truth to the forefront, and it almost seems like you've got a gift to do it in a non, how can I say it, almost a non-truther way? Because if they can make fun of a truther, then if they can make them uh, look stupid or something. But I watched this film, which we're going to have to get into. I, you know, I'm going to have to have you back on some more times where I hear more of these stories. Yeah. But, okay, talk about you in January 6th. Before we go to this movie, I need to hear that story. Absolutely. Yeah, so I maybe made 20, 25 films, and then I figured, you know what? Trump's rally's about to go down. I haven't been to one. Maybe this will be the last one. I should go. And so I decided to go to the J6 um, rally. And it just so happened we walked over to the Capitol. I look up and I see everyone storming in. And that's when I knew I had my camera. It's time to film this whole thing. Let's go. Everyone's going up. I see grandmas. I see children. Let's go. And um, I made it into the Capitol rather quickly. And uh, under the rotunda is where I was. And, you know, me, I used to have a lot of podcasts and I used to, I lived in California. So smoking a lot of weed at that time. Okay. And, and so I had a lot of joints on me and I ended up sparking up a lot of joints. Under so the you, you, you're done with the alcohol a long time ago, but you're, you're still doing the joints. And, yeah, they, at that time. and they catch you on camera in the Capitol. Yeah. yeah. And that gets like 8 million views on Twitter. Oh, man. That's when my family told the FBI and that's when the FBI finally knew who I was and they came and got me and, I went on a 45-day tour through jail, 45 days. I thought, man, look at that, Trump's, Trump's number right there. And the first jail I was in was for 30 days, and that jail was on Godwin Street. So that was another wink from God. Oh, look and at that wink. I had a now, time how, in jail. I got to ask you this, Nick. How in the world did you, because you told me earlier that you were red-pilling everyone while you're in jail, so you weren't, you yeah. weren't uh, crying over spilled milk, were you? But, I mean, when you're there... Uh, how does how did a bunch of those people purportedly get convicted and are purportedly still in? There's some question on if some of them are really still in. But how did how are some of them in for month after month after month after year? And you you spent two stints adding seventy some days. How did how did that work out? Mainly because I filmed my entire ascent into the Capitol. So they came at me with two felonies and, fi- and four misdemeanors. That could have been 20 years in jail, prison. And because once they realized, they took everything from my friend's apartment where they got me. So they thought, ah, he has no evidence. We can do whatever. But when I got out on bond, because I'd never been in trouble before, um, that's when they, I presented my video evidence. And they had to reduce all of these charges down oh, to... Wow. Yeah, it became a plea deal. And so now I'm on probation for one misdemeanor, and that's parading in a Capitol building. It has nothing to do with smoking marijuana in there. I think they found that too controversial to even make a decision on. But the guys in there, as I was going through, they're like, Nick, when you get out, please try and find us on your footage, because that's the only thing that's hanging here. And that's why oh, they're holding look at that. Back. Oh, that's good. Have you found some of them? I tried and I didn't, but there's still so much that can happen. I'm like, I've worked with David Sumrall, who's just, he is the J6 witness. He's been on so many trials and, and on the stand for a lot of them. He's, he has been able to see the footage that not, that we're not allowed to see. And he's allowed to talk about it, 
So there's a film that we're going to make where he speaks about what's on, on that footage. Wow. Cause if they released it, a lot of those wow. guys wouldn't be in there and strategically they're keeping them in there for this time right now. Now you're starting to see a lot of sentencing happen because it's all political. They want to do it around election season. So they're reminding everybody of how evil that time was and, and trying to convince people of their illusion. So, wow. Well, um, that's about our time. Why don't you set this movie up because you, you, you got the idea and you began it. So talk about the name of the movie, what it means and yeah. why you made it. And then we'll, we'll run it. So. so there was a time where I wavered in my belief in this plan and what was happening. And, and in that I came back out when I did the Brunson brothers movie, I met Lloyd Brunson, I had him on a podcast and something in me shifted. It's because I was surrounded around these doom and gloomers in my Ooh. social network that I kind of, kind of lost the path. And then just before I got arrested the second time for moving here to Nashville, um, I, I got to sit with, I got to meet Derek Johnson and I was going to make a movie with him, basically about him. So I started researching everything that he had and my light just lit up again, like how people are reacting to the film. That's what happened to me just before I got arrested the second time. And so it's, it wasn't a, a, an issue that I was arrested because I was thinking, oh, my gosh, it's real. It's, this is real. Look at all the data. And so I made a plan before I got arrested to make it a movie. And then I came out of jail just 20 days later. And three movies later, I realized right now is the time. Everyone's talking executive orders. It seems like everyone is getting comfortable understanding. And then I realized Derek Johnson with so much information that he has, it's very difficult for someone to really soak in what he's saying, unless you yeah. listen to it. Like I did 50 times. While yeah. I was writing this. Got a, and we've had him on five, six times. And every time I drill down harder now, tell me, explain this again. Re, re, and then, so that's why this movie is so good is because it's everything he's talking about, but you just lay it out. You know, you're a soft spoken guy. Uh, and that's how the movie comes out to me. It's soft spoken yet hard hitting. If that could be uh, at yeah. the same time, well, we better get run that. So the greatest show on earth in the, in the talk about the subject matter real quick. So what it, what it's doing in this film is it's going over information you can get from dot mill and dot gov websites. A lot of what Derek Johnson brings to the table. And I also had studied the capitulation tour that was brought to light with Charlie freak and then the people before him who had researched it. And it just so happened that in the writing, I realized how sequential all the events were and, and putting them in a timeline made so much sense to yeah. me and then figuring out how to make it more digestible. Like my last film was so much information back to back. I realized we need to make acts. We need to make it like a lesson, like almost like school. And so it, it formed in that way. And it, it, I called it the greatest show on earth because we're living that greatest show on earth. And it just felt so fitting. And, and it so, was, yeah. and you had act one, act two. Now that you, I forgot about that because I've seen it one and a half times and it's amazing. So, well, listen, right. we, it's time to show that uh, movie. I appreciate you letting us stream it here. I, uh, we want to make sure, are, is there some link we wanted to put up guys for Nick's site? Um, I don't, we've got good TV on the screen. Okay. Right. Make yeah. sure this is how you get to, uh, Nick. Okay. That's right. And if there's any 57 movies I've made in the 50s, last years. Yeah. 57. And they're all there. I, it was like a kid in a candy store when I saw <laughs> that, but I, I want to see all this stuff, but I got to see this big one because it just came out. So, all right. Well, listen, without further delay, let's go ahead and watch uh, the greatest show on earth. Here we go. To watch the film, 
go to our website, ElijahStreams.com, or go to our Rumble channel. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.